Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. I did hammered concert reviews after the Michael Bublé concert Monday night at Budweiser Gardens, Deb. I remember. I had a, a tough time finding people who were, <laughs> who were giving her heart on a Monday night at the Bublé concert, but I must have been looking in the wrong section because there's an article in the London Free Press this morning. Headline is, Did Clapping and Singing Get Two Moms Booted from Michael Bublé's Budweiser <laughs> Gardens Concert? And the article goes on to describe a situation. Two women say they were kicked out and treated unfairly. They were traumatized and humiliated because they were asked to leave after uh, receiving dirty looks every time they clapped and sang along to Michael Bublé's songs. They only made it a couple songs into the concert, and a man who was sitting near them got up and left. A few minutes later, they said that security was there escorting them out of the concert without any prior warning. They uh, did what everyone does nowadays when there's an altercation. They pulled out their cell phone camera, and the free press has posted the video of these two ladies being escorted out of uh, of the Michael Bublé show. Here's a little bit of that. I doing that so is great. disruptive. Second, no, I'll speak to the okay, camera. thank so you. Just so everybody understands. Okay. We encountered these two ladies this evening. Okay. I've identified myself as security for the venue. Okay. We've been asked to remove the ladies because, because of their disruptive behavior. In what is our disruptive right behavior? What's our disruptive behavior? So we have. But why though? We need to know why because we haven't done anything wrong. They don't need a reason. They'd like you to leave. Okay. Well, then I need a refund. That's not up to me or them. That's up to you and the management. But they're asking you to go, so please but let's go. I need to know why I'm being removed. Okay. Please I explain. Guess again. Yep. Disrupt the okay. But why? What is what is it that I'm doing that is so wrong? I need to know. Follow your friend. Follow your friend, please. Come on. <laughs> wow. I'm being because yeah. Don't touch me because I'm gonna. That's like sexual harassment right there. Don't touch me, please. Don't touch me. It's not sexual harassment. You are not doing anything to help the sexual harassment cause by claiming a, a security guard or a police officer touching your arm to escort you out of a building is sexual harassment. Unless he is escorting you out by your breast. <laughs> <laughs> that is not sexual harassment at all. And he wasn't. For people who haven't seen the video, basically, like at one, like he maybe guides them out by their back when you're trying to like gently just get people on their way. If uh-huh. That's as far as it went. I was uh, impressed with how the security guard handled the situation because when you have someone up in your face with a camera, that's a pretty frustrating situation. And he seemed to keep his cool through the entire altercation. I think it's smart to use the camera to your advantage, which he did, because he started the whole thing by saying, so everyone's aware, here's the situation. And he just explains it to the video, because these days, if there's video, people believe the video, and here we are. Apparently, um, this woman also asked, am I being kicked out because of my skin color? Uh, She's a Latina woman, and... (laughs) She accused them of kicking. They're not kicking you out because of your skin color. Well, you think they're scanning the crowd at Budweiser Gardens? Look at, oh, there's two Latinas up there. Let's get them out of here. Something happened, and this is the problem when these videos are posted online after the incident takes place. We don't know exactly how disruptive the behavior of these two women were. Well, you got to read the room. 
Uh-huh. Right? So like it's if, a buble concert full of gray hair. It's you know, it's as you were saying, it's like it's not Def Leopard from the week before, right? Uh-huh. So if you are the only ones who are hooting, hollering, clapping, singing, and everyone around you else is doing something different, maybe you're the problem. I will say I've been to some concerts where the crowd has been totally lame here in London, Ontario. London can be can be pretty dry at any sort of concert, whether it's a rock show, uh, your favorite crooner, a country show, people can sit on their hands and you want to get up. You've paid for that ticket. You're having a night out. You want to make a, a go of it. I understand that as well. But something must have been going on beyond just clapping and singing. The article was saying, because at one point, uh, Buble, whose wife is from Argentina. He did ask, are there any Latin people in the crowd? And they did respond. They cheered. And so they got, like, so if anything, they're looking for people who are Latin. They're not trying to kick them out. Are there any Latin people in the crowd? Woo! Get them out of (laughs) here. Yeah, Michael, his wife is Latina. He would be ashamed of you right now because we're Latinas ourselves. Oh, wow. Are you f***ing kidding me? Because we're being disruptive. Okay. Once again, just so you understand. You're getting sued. That's what. Yeah, f*** you. You're being sued. Uh Uh-huh. There it is. Are you kidding me? Uh Uh-oh. And you thought that video would help your cause? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm on her side. She seems like a real nice lady. (laughs) The problem is we don't know what these ladies were doing before this video was taken. Very true. One's a bookkeeper. The other's a teacher. And it was Monday night at a Michael Bublé concert. And I was looking for the people who were giving her. I couldn't find them. No wonder they were kicked out after two songs. Because we've been singing and we've been clapping. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So a uh, Facebook friend of mine posted something saying that a, a family of five, a dad with four kids, showed up at her house this week with all their belongings ready to move into her house because they were promised for $800 a month plus a $300 moving fee, they could move in and rent this house. Somebody had gone on to MLS, taken pictures of the inside of the home and made up a fake rental ad on Craigslist. And this family fell for it apparently. We're asking you if you've ever been victim to something like that, and we've got some calls. Go ahead. So this doesn't just happen with home rentals. I live in Stratford, and um, if anybody knows Stratford, it's a very artsy, touristy town, and we have lots of Airbnbs. Uh-huh. And there's one across the road from us, and we saw a family of about, oh, I don't know, nine or ten people there, and they'd been there a couple of days coming and going, and they came to Canada just to experience the theater. And the second day, the contractor showed up and demanded who they were. It turned out that they fraudulently, were, well, they were scammed, basically, and they paid a ton of money. It's a huge money house, and they all chipped in to rent this big extravagant house, and um, they were scammed. These people even And they weren't supposed to be the there, home. but they got into the house, and they stayed there a while the before keys, somebody... They were there two, yeah, two and a half days before the cops showed up, and said they were trespassing. They're like, no, look, we've got keys, we've got the contract, we've got receipts that we've paid. And the owner of the house in Toronto, she she knew nothing of it. She says, I can't let you stay there. I mean, I feel bad for you, but I mean, this is money for me. Like, I've got people coming this weekend. 
and they had to leave. So they walked out with their luggage down the sidewalk, and I felt horrible for them because, like, there was, like, nine or ten of them. It was a, a family that came from Asia just to experience the theater. It was a big cultural thing for them, and they got scammed big time. The theater not is the wonderful house. in Stratford. It is. <laughs> and the swans. Well, yes, the swan parade. The weekend <laughs> event it wouldn't be difficult, though. All you'd have to do is rent an Airbnb, have some keys cut, and then uh, you could pass yourself off as the, the owner of the, the property for the next group that's coming into town, got, right? Exactly. The word I got was they paid $3,500 to be in that house for one week. Wow. And wow. they were there for two days and couldn't get the money back. And this happened an awful lot. Yeah. You go on the website and you just take screenshots of the, the, the pictures of the place and make your own ad. It, it's True. Now, my pretty easy to do. My suggestion to any Airbnb people out there, because a friend of mine has four condos in uh, the city, uh, he actually changes the key locks regularly. Right. Or get one of the, uh, the, the ones with the code on it and just change the code after everyone leaves. You can, yeah. But that's, uh, that's my experience watching this uh, happen an awful lot in my town. Hi, FM 96. Hey, talk about scams? Yeah. It happens um, just not just to houses, but it happens to other things. I had an ad for my piano for sale, and it didn't sell, so I pulled the ad off of Kijiji. And uh, about a week later, this truck pulled up to pick up my piano because it was sold. Someone had bought it for 3000 transferred the money somehow, and they sent movers to pick up my piano. How mad were you that you could have got $3,000 if you just <laughs> kept your ad up? I, I, I hate to admit it, but that is the first thing I thought of. So, but, anyway, it was a mess. And we got some audio clips we want to play for you here. First up, this is a, a broadcast from the BBC over in England. Dev, I don't even think we need to tee it up. Let's just play the uh, the the clip we have and see if people can figure out what's wrong with it. Okay. The song Old Town Road, a mashup of banjos and bass, has broken the record for longest stretch at the top of the U.S. Billboard record chart. Lil Nas X's hit has now spent 17 weeks at number one. That's longer than Despacito in 2017, or One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey and Boys 11 Men in 1995. BBC News. <laughs> <laughs> That's something. That's something Mama Taz would do. <laughs> Boys, eleven men. Boys, eleven men. One of the great uh, harmonizers of the nineties. <laughs> uh, or maybe it's boys Roman numeral two men. <laughs> boys, eleven men. That's funny. Did I ever tell you the story about Mama Taz and boys to men? No. My mom and my stepdad, Alan. Uh, took took my uh, stepbrother Michael when he was young to go see a Detroit Pistons game at the Palace of Auburn Hills. And they showed up for the game, and they're like, wow, hey, you really uh, get dressed up here for, for basketball games, seeing everyone wearing, like, gowns, and guys are wearing ties and, and dress shirts. And they get up to the, the gate, and they give their tickets. They're like, uh, the basketball game is next Monday. This is the Boys to Men concert. <laughs> so what are they going to do at that point? They already drove to Detroit. They went to the box office, bought some Boys oh. to Men tickets, and Mama Taz has a 
been a big fan of Boys 11 Men <laughs> ever since that show. Here's another good clip for you. So what are we listening to here? Well, it's a woman and her family. They went to an air show over the weekend that got canceled due to high winds. As she was leaving, she needed to use the porta potty. So she sat down, got ready to do her thing. Now, remember why the air show was canceled. As soon as I was trying to sit, the whole thing just went on my back, the door facing downwards, and I'm actually sleeping on it, and I could feel all the water and everything falling on me. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking like crazy. I was a mess. My air had some toilet paper in it. I had blue water, pea water. I saw some needles there. Oh, I had like almost oh, two hours no. shower. I was in the shower for the longest time. Oh, that is my nightmare. <laughs> the porta potty, due to the high winds, the porta potty she was sitting in blew over, door side down. So now she's trapped. Oh my god! In the porta potty with the the contents spilling all over her. Couple hours in the shower. I don't think that's gonna do it. Oh my god. <laughs> Hopefully she gets a free ride in an airplane next time the air show comes to town or something. <laughs> With the window down. I was a mess. My air had some toilet paper in it. I had blue water, pea water. I saw some needles there. And I think we're all about to feel good because uh, we've been working to uh, raise some money over the past month. And... I invited my friend Bob from Bob Noxious into the studio this morning. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Taz. And Val from Powerhouse Brewing Company is here too. Hi, Val. Good morning, Taz. How you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Good. Val. Is she crying already? She, no. Val is borderline <laughs> in tears here. She's uh, <laughs> she's worried that she's getting... So, did I just make you... Is, is no, it going now? Are you okay? I'm pull it together for a little bit. <laughs> Val's like, I know I'm going to cry, Taz. You better not cry. I know you're a crier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have cried on the radio before. There's no yeah. shame in it. Nope. Uh, no shame. Especially when you're dealing with, uh, with cancer and uh, a young girl named Paige who called us uh, weeks ago saying, hey, my mom is going through cancer treatment. Her hair has fallen out. She doesn't have much energy. I'm one of many siblings, and I want to do what I can to help out my mom when she goes through this tough time. So uh, I started a bottle drive. That's what Paige told us. And initially, we were like, sure, we'll, we'll let everyone know where they can drop off bottles. But then, Val, uh, you over at Powerhouse at 100 Kellogg, you guys heard about Paige's story, and you said, well, can Powerhouse be a drop-off point for bottles and cans? Yes. If people want to donate. So people started dropping off bottles and cans. So many bottles and cans dropped off <laughs> yeah. to Powerhouse. So many. <laughs> I'm not going to say that you're regretting that decision. But totally it, not. It was a lot of work for you guys, which is good, which is what you want to hear when you're doing a bottle drive. There was a lot of cans to crush and a lot of bottles to count, wasn't there? Yeah, and a lot of people don't drink the bottom of their beer. <laughs> Just so we know. Those those weren't the bottles that Bob returned. No. <laughs> Squeeze dry. Uh, and then uh, Bob Noxious, you guys, uh, the guys in the band heard about uh, yeah, well, this I, cause. I actually heard when, when Val called in and I thought, well, we can make some empties. And Val and I were talking about us doing a show there. So we thought, well, this is a great way to raise some extra cash. We quickly planned the EOA block party. <laughs> uh, here they are. 
Welcome to the studio. Paige, 11 year old Paige is here. Hi, Paige. Hi. Hi, good to see you. Good to see you too. Thank you. And it's good to see your mom too. Rebecca is in studio. Hi, Rebecca. Good morning. Thanks for having us. It's good to see you again after our uh, big party, the EOA block party at Powerhouse Brewing Company. We really did it up, didn't we, Paige? Yeah. Yeah, so July, how did it go from your end with the bottle drive that you started to help your mom as she goes through her cancer treatments? It went pretty good. I think we raised around 2000 Yeah. 2000 bucks. Yeah. That's good. That's great. That's amazing. What was, the, what was the goal you started for yourself? 5000 5000 Now, was it good to, to, was it fun sorting through all the cans and bottles? Kind of, not really, just because I got beer all over me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, girl. <laughs> I understand that, uh, well, the reason you did this is because you're one of five kids, right? Yes. You want to say hi to all, all of your siblings? Sure. Hi, Ella. Hi, Kenzie. Hi, Chan. Hi, Cole. <laughs> That's not five. <laughs> I me. <laughs> <laughs> and are they jealous that you're famous now, Paige? I think so. <laughs> I think so a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Mom, how proud of of your daughter are you here? I'm oozing with proudness. I I don't want to cry. <laughs> I have never been so proud of her in all my life. She is just something else. Val? Val, are you Val? crying over there? Uh, I, here we go. Look, I'm starting I'm to sharing the mic with her. It's okay. I, look. I thought you were going to be first. <laughs> Bob Noxious is tearing up a little bit. No, here. he's not. He's laughing at Val. But but for good reason if I did. It's okay. It's This is, you know, yet, I, I think something we learned from doing this, this EOA block party is how much people care and i know the money is a part of it but rebecca on that saturday night when we were all rocking out to bob noxious in the in the beer garden over at powerhouse i felt like uh, for you and your family just seeing the people there uh, who were giving you hugs and letting you know that they care and they have your back i think that was as valuable if not more valuable than any money that anyone could give absolutely um Completely. And it was so good to meet all different kinds of people who had come out to support it. And I made a point of going through and thanking everyone that I could. Um, and um, yeah, it just completely restored my faith in humanity. Yeah. And I know it wasn't easy for you. You just had a chemotherapy treatment uh, a couple days before the concert, but uh, but your energy seemed pretty good. You're feeling the vibe oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, completely. It gave you a boost, oh, and yeah. everyone wanted to meet Paige. They're like, oh, Paige, you are amazing. You keep going. You do what you can to help your mom out. So way to go, Paige. You've done, uh, already you've done something pretty uh, cool here. Yeah, the concert was rocking. And what did you think? <laughs> that was your first she ever had rock the horns concert. Up when she said that by the way <laughs> and again we got to thank a lot of people here powerhouse brewing company val thanks for spearheading this you did an amazing job bob noxious uh, boss brad and his band and everyone who came out uh special thanks to uh millar's lawyers they donated a thousand dollars they matched a thousand bucks of of donations byron roofing did a fundraiser and they came up with 450 dollars to add to the total here and I would like to give you this check for $8,200. <laughs> and that's not all. 
there's still some bottles and cans that Val hasn't had time to sort through. <laughs> <laughs> so there's another load oh, so what are you of doing later, bottles Paige? and cans going back to the beer store later. Oh, my goodness. Thank, thank you, you to everyone. We can't thank everybody enough. And thank you for everyone's support. Thank you for everything that everybody has done. I, I, I'm, thanks, Bob, for coming out and singing your lungs out with your band. It was fantastic. And to uh, to Brad Gibb and the All-Star Band for coming out and putting that together. That was fantastic yeah, as well. Yeah, it was. And to, uh, to Taz for coming out and doing all the announcing. Uh, Jim Kelly for uh, for putting Paige on the air to begin with. Um, Val and Powerhouse for everything that they did for AOA and uh, obviously FM 96 and to Byron Roofing, thank you for doing your part. And Millar's uh, Lawyers, thank you to you as well. And to everybody who came out to EOA and brought bottles or dropped off bottles to uh, Powerhouse or to all the other homes that are, are collecting, we thank you. Um, yes, thank I'm, you. I'm just, uh, I'm speechless again. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.